Even and everybody, you're tuned into Cheap Tuesdays 101.5 UMFM. I'm your host, Dan. You just heard their Chinese band High Person from their Four Seasons EP, Summer Air. And uh, this was one of the releases that, on very first listen, I wasn't so fond of. But uh, man, now I've been obsessed with it. I must have listened to it five times in a row this last week. Um, it's very chill compared to their other albums, but nice. I feel like uh, showing a different side of them with really tight, sort of almost pop structures but then some sort of oddness in there as well i'm picking up hints of even some u.s maple in that song that i heard uh that i I just played for you there so um yeah i'm loving it i'm loving a lot of their stuff so uh if you tuned in last week you heard part one of uh this two-part feature i uh flew down to chengdu and caught a live show of theirs and they were gracious enough to give me some time for an interview and uh i was impressed with with talking to them i just had a really good time so we ended up talking for about an hour and uh, last week I spliced in uh, something from each of their major releases. They've got two full-length albums and two EPs. Been around for four or five years now, I believe, in total. Maybe longer, maybe six. I think they were together before they put out their first album for a year or two. But anyway, they've been around for a while. And uh, this show this week is going to wrap this up, this conversation. And I'm going to start off with kind of a longer set because I asked them a question about their influences and give me a band or give me a song uh, that influenced you and it didn't have to really even influence the music it could just influence your philosophy or the way you approach music or the band or or whatever so uh, they gave some pretty interesting answers so each member chose a band in the interview and then I've asked a follow-up over um, over social media and they've actually even picked out a special song so uh, this set is going to be uh, one band member talking, then that person's song, then another band member, and then that person's song. So it uh, looks like it's going to be about a 30-minute uh, section here, so enjoy it. They picked some interesting music. This is, a, this is a pretty varied set. So, yeah, this is Cheap Tuesdays, 101.5 UMFM. Enjoy. Probably uh, Fugazi. Fugazi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> um, yeah, I, I, like, I like their music. Um, but the most important influence from them is their like DIY style. Right. Yeah, and uh, yeah, that's it. I think yeah, they they means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Famous. Yeah. Famous yeah, yeah. for their DIY style. Yeah. 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 Kind of like what you guys were talking about. They kind of did everything themselves. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I'm kind of um, I say that admire their their how they manage themselves to do everything yeah. by themselves because yeah. it's pretty hard when you actually try everything by yourself yeah. you, you you will like physically feel tired right. and spiritually feel yeah. tired as well right. yeah i i think um they are a strong person yeah <laughs> yeah. yeah for sure yeah <laughs> for sure I'm here, barely see my breath surrounded by jealousy and death. I can't be reached, only heaven called, dragged underneath, separate from you all. 
Hard to say for me which one band or musician, um, but uh, yeah, there have some bands need to me uh, decide to make band. For example, like uh, the Doors and Joy Division, something like that. Yeah, the famous band. Yeah. <laughs>
Sonic Youth. Yeah. Sonic Youth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, same, same with that on Jaw Division. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I saw Sonic Youth in Beijing in. Uh, uh -huh. Was that 2009 or something? Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Casi Cas opened for them. Oh, we saw them too. Oh, we didn't saw them. We saw Thurston Moore uh, in Shanghai, the the and London. Yeah, we saw. Yeah, it's very funny because uh, uh, since we uh, we moved to London, we we studying in London for for almost two years, and like the second month we moved to the, a new 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 apartment, and we find that. Uh, Thirst Moore is living in the same street oh, nice. as we, yeah. <laughs> nice. So I, like, we we often see him, huh. yeah, yeah, nice. yeah, in a, a second-hand shop and yeah. bars yeah. and cafe and yeah, I, I know everything. I know his path. Yeah. <laughs> Very funny. Yeah.
think most of the bands they talk about influence me because I, uh, yeah, um, for sure. And, um, and I guess there will be some um, influences from like other, other musics. Like um, I really like uh, Moondog, if you, you're familiar with him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, I, actually I listened a lot to um, ECM before, before uh, we were doing this, this band and I listened to um, folk and, uh, and I love talking heads uh -huh. and, uh, and we saw David um, Byrne, yeah. David Byrne in London with, with it. And who? Oh, I love Jarvis Cocker. And we? <laughs> uh, yeah, he's cool. Uh, and who? Of course, Bob Dylan. Well, all the names, really, um, the, the names.
the first uh, like art artist uh, influenced me also is Bob Dylan. I like Bob Dylan a lot. And then um, doing the band because before Hyperson I have another band and that uh, influenced me is a UK band name is False. Uh, false. Uh. And uh, after that, it's a like a massive attack. It will make me feel oh that a band can be that like a professional. It's really professional. Every detail in their show is kind of like this, right? Mm. Oh 
sometimes people outside of China don't understand that that so much of this underground music has infiltrated into China and that people actually know it. So I think some of our listeners might be surprised that, for example, you know Fugazi, mm. and that you know Sonic Youth, and that you know so many of these bands, even though they're they're not like unheard of bands in our in our countries. I still think people would be kind of surprised. Mm. When we're growing up back in Canada and America, it's the kind of thing where you know my dad was alive in the '90s and he listened to it all the time, and now he's playing it for me when I'm a kid, mm. right? So it's a lot more natural for us. Where did you encounter these bands, and how do Chinese young people? Find these bands and hear about them. Can you talk a little bit about that? Most, most music, most of music we we listened at that time is, I I guess it's it's illegal, and uh, uh, the the context and it's not it's not it's not right, and but you know the youngsters like something illegal, That's right. <laughs> and yeah, not seriously illegal, but. Uh, the how to say that the copyright cannot enter in, right. cannot enter into, uh, yeah, right. yeah. But that's we, right. yeah. But you would hear pirated versions. Maybe. Yes, that's pretty right. important. The pirates culture in China, um, even film and not not only for the music, that also film pirate uh, video and something, the the movie as well. And so like you mean you mean like um, there would be these because I, I mean I, you don't see them so much anymore. But when I first came to China and Beijing and stuff, you would often see CD shops and DVD shops filled with pirated stuff. Yeah. And you mean that a lot of young people might go there and just pick random things yes. and just buy random things off yeah. the shelf. Yeah. And then yeah. pass it on to their friends and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. It's, it's something that I think a lot of people don't think about. When they think about China and they think about pirating, they only see the negative side of it. Mm -hmm. But this is fascinating that this is something that influences young artists growing up mm -hmm. and then they're creating their own music like you guys are. Yeah. It's but, fascinating. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it will, uh, the pirates stuff has some, has some uh, wrong informations. <laughs> it will cause a lot of funny, funny situations. Like for example, my uh, my first four ADs CD uh -huh. has a lot of band. It's a how to say that? Uh, compilation. It's a compilation oh, yeah. uh -huh. CD from four AD. Uh -huh. I don't know who did that, but it must be a Chinese people. And <laughs> um, yeah, in a long time, I think the the uh, Pixels <laughs> plays a very good sound. Uh, but that sound like up. Uh, after I, I grow up, I I just know that song is from birthday party. Oh, it's not from, so, yeah. So you see, the a lot of right. um, <clears throat> wrong informations right. are are growing in young people's hearts. Right. And sure. yeah, I, I I think there's still some knowledge I got from pirate uh -huh. CDs are around now. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that that that's that's very important for young people who. Like to listen music and right. movies and yeah. who how how if you are asking uh, how young Chinese yeah. people how to uh, engage with the Western context yeah. and that's it yeah. uh, especially uh, where where we born like in like 1990s yeah right yeah, yeah. Um, uh, our generation mm. um, know this thing there was a thing called computer center. 
which normally um, um, normally is underground a mall, like uh -huh. a shopping mall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they sell pirate uh, CDs, DVDs, films, music, uh, games, everything, yeah. uh, with their like, box. Yeah. <laughs> and they hide it under, under their shelf, and when you go, they, they would know and get it out. And they, these, the, the shopkeepers, they are really knowledgeable. Amazing. They know, every, they know everything. everything. They know all the names. They know um, catalog kind of, mm -hmm. but they don't know the contents. Uh -huh. That's very amazing. Like uh -huh. uh, if you go and ask for, uh, uh, for example, like very um, not well known uh, like art artistic uh, movie um, and director, they wouldn't know the right. name, right. although they. They might not know how the movie is like. It's like uh, those city uh, cities, and when I'm in high school, like uh, uh, Sujan said, mm. like back the university, the uh, some people say sell those uh, CDs, mm -hmm. and then they will push you like, oh, you never listen Blur? Have yeah. you never heard Blur? I said, oh no, you really listen that. They will push you to listen. You know, it's very interesting. So. It's very magic, but now the thing is gone. Mm -hmm. So, so this this pirate uh, mm -hmm. thing has gone, and um, the, the the pirate influenced uh, people like us. Mm -hmm. Now we we are also like kind of um, fighting and working for copyrights mm -hmm. now. <laughs> so, which is really interesting. Uh, yeah. So. So you don't want people pirating your stuff.
you're back on Cheap Tuesdays, 101.5 UMFM. I'm your host, Dan. Probably the most unusual of all of the bootleg CDs I've ever seen here in China. Uh, Big Black, The Hammer Party from 1986. And I got this way back in like, it must have been my early days coming to China. So like 2007, 2008. It was right in the main shopping district of Beijing before they basically tore it down and built a glitzy mall there. And, uh, you know, I'm just looking through the CDs and, you know, there's a there's a Yanni CD and there's a Kenny G CD and like Big Black Hammer Party. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I had to buy it. It was like a buck or something. So uh, so I did. And, and there's like they said in the interview, that's it's it's a really interesting idea. And and as I interview more bands, I, I as I hope to do, I hope to interview more Chinese bands. And it'll be interesting to see um, how many of them repeat the same kind of stories. So uh, we're going to wrap things up here with the last part of the interview with High Person, the band from Chengdu, China. And uh, I hope... Oh, actually, you know what? I should probably tell you what you heard there before all that. You heard some of their influences. And we'll go in reverse order here. So we heard Bob Dylan, One More Cup of Coffee. Then we heard Moondog with a track called Invocation. Uh, We heard Sonic Youth from Malibu Gas Station. Uh, The Doors, Indian Summer. And started it off with Fugazi. I'm so tired. And uh, I gotta be honest, like I've I've never really been a fan of like uh, The Doors or Bob Dylan, but actually I quite like both those tracks. Those are pretty good. So we're gonna finish it off. Um, they wanted to, and I wanted to hear about some of their Chinese influences, some of the Chinese bands that influenced them. So we'll hear that segment, and then uh, I'll cram in as many of the bands they talk about as possible. So a couple of Chinese bands coming up near the end, likely gonna be Gong 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 and uh, Car Sick Cars, and then if there's time, maybe some Hedgehog, or maybe some Hangai, one of those. So uh, you can always go to umfm.com and look at the playlist for Cheap Tuesdays, and you'll see what the, what the bands were I'm going to play. Okay, so this is it. Goodbye, everybody. Have a fantastic week. Hope you enjoyed this two-part interview special. I'll be back with a regular show next week. See ya. Yeah, a lot of good Chinese bands and musicians mm-hmm. in the, I think it has started for decades. Mm-hmm. Um, since that's like, okay. Okay, so from the end of 80s, so a lot of um, musicians mm-hmm have emerged and um and to our like to our generation like to bands like us um uh, when we started to us we feel like there 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 was already a scene mm-hmm. like there there were labels already mm-hmm. yeah so um yeah and and we we love a lot of um chinese bands um like Gong Gong Gong, if you heard of them, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, they are my favorite. Yeah, and we are very good friends. Um, and also, just so many good musicians, like uh, uh, like singers. How is it? Sound and Toy. Sound and Toy. Yeah, it, it's a Chengdu band, Sound and Toy. 
when I um, in high school, I listened their music, and then it's re influenced me. It's uh, reminded me. Okay, the lyrics lyrics can be a very like a poetry. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there were like maybe Mars bands, mm -hmm. as you know. Um, also, I really loved Nerja, uh, although they they've already um, stopped for uh, many years. Guali, uh, they 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 were on uh, maybe Mars as well, but they only um, published one album. Um, PK fourteen, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, the guy. SMZB from Wuhan. But were PK 14, were they a punk band? Oh, they. they uh, I can't remember exactly what type of music. I think I've seen them, but I can't. Yeah, they, they are kind of punk, post punk, uh, okay. and sometimes um, experimental. Uh, well, what else? I, I think lots of people like um, what, what you said, uh, the Chinese music scene is pretty like uh, 80s and 90s in America. Um, I, I, I don't actually uh, completely agree with that. Uh, the, yeah, it's, it's true, the Chinese music scene like for now is, uh, is pretty, it's quite active and um, so many new bands and so many uh, small labels and big labels as well, big companies. Mm, but there, there's still a lot of uh, difference um, on every everything actually, because um, the we, we we have the different like totally different like country context and mm -hmm. the uh, the the technique is uh, different as well. I mean, not only in the music technique. Uh, also the um, the business technique and the managing stuff i i I first find that uh, my western friends who lives in out, out outside of china they um, i don 't know how to say that, but I feel that that they they might lack of um, uh, they they are curious but um, they they think you know the the wall is like built is is there mm. so but but they, if they if you if you try to find something about Chinese, you will find it on the internet right. yeah right. it's not completely no. uh, blind or